This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 308, episode 5 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, oh, yeah, it is. and that, that scream you heard from Miles, <laughs> the, the frantic nature of my intro, should be interpreted as pain and uh, its spookiness. That wasn't Howard Dean. That I've was- lost my damn mind. That, that was the sound of someone getting killed by Jason Voorhees. Because it is Friday, October 13th, 2023. Mm. Spooky mm. season. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. How spooky are you feeling today? Oh, 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 Miles. So spooky. When they went, oh. Jason, 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 Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was like, could have been a hat on a hat, but what a moment for the slasher movie culture. <laughs> Just coming right out and saying it. Yeah, Jason, yeah. Well, kill. Well, guess <laughs> what? Do. There's some other sick fucking holidays today. It's National Train Your Brain Day. There's a picture of someone doing a maze. I don't know what the fuck that means. National Yorkshire Pudding Day. Uh, it's as- it's also Metastatic Breast Cancer Awareness Day and National No Bra Day, which is also uh, for breast cancer awareness. So there you go. Hold I'm that, surprised all of Jason. them didn't clear out for the Taylor Swift movie release. Like all the yeah. all the movies cleared out. You know, I, I would have. And I guess yeah, everyone they, was like, uh, "We're we're sorry, Your Highness. Uh, we we won't celebrate No Bra Day. Sorry, yeah, sorry. The day of yeah, sorry, sorry. We'll we'll just we'll completely change any kind of uh, awareness around any kind of illnesses to acknowledge the dropping of the era's tour movie. Yeah, even Beyonce pulled up to the premiere. 
There's eclipses happening around the world in honor of the release of the Taylor Swift movie. It's big things happening all yeah. around yeah. the release, which we will we'll probably talk about a little bit later. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. It's Mean Girls. Put lame bitches into the burn book. Maybe <laughs> Regina, too. We're so sorry, mean girls. Mm -hmm. October 3rd is about you and Lindsay Lohan, too. Let's hear it for mean girls, mean girls, mean girls. Dun, dun, dun. Resic on the Discord. You know, we can't say sorry enough about missing mean national international oh my god i can't believe i said it was just national international mean girls day october 3rd i'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host mr miles gray it's miles gray aka <coughs> uh let's see no oh, sorry i'm just really clearing my throat oh this is the Not one at all looking up the thing <laughs> the no AKA. there's two because uh, look spoiler alert this is from lumberjack who gave me two aka's and oh, yeah. These i'm are good. still Still in a cranberries mood, so I'm going to hit it with, in my head, in my head, doll bone, doll bone, doll bone, oh, Shout out to you for that, look, a zombie, zombie cranberries, aka, you'll always take that, won't you? Because I you did will. think. What did I think it was? A Bones and Doll? Bones and Doll. Bones I and think. Doll. Yeah, yeah. The the Timothy Chalamet movie. Bones and Doll. That fucking again, that is way freakier. Way freakier, man. This doll has bones this, in it. I just bent this doll's arm and it heard it crack. Heard a bone <laughs> snap in there. It has marrow. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? But the marrow Not tastes Jesus delicious. End. I think I think uh James Carville would probably eat the marrow out of a doll bone. Oh, and he would tell Give me that doll bone. Too. I eat the mail out of a damn doll bone. What? The <laughs> you fuck better does rake that, mean? that thing. Get the meat off that doll bone. Anyways, Miles, mm -hmm. we got a kind of we got a kind of offbeat episode. Yeah. today. Off speed pitch thrown at us, and we're gonna thrown crush at us it by the circumstances, by the yeah. universe. Yeah. Okay. So, guest for today, one very funny comedian, Mister. Daniel Van Kirk, but he's not here. He's not on Usually the Usually we scream that. You know when we scream Daniel it, Van Kirk! they're here, and he would go, oh, thank you guys. Thank you so much. I love you guys. So good to be here. But Miles will be playing the role of Daniel Van Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious comedian. Go find him on all the socials. Find out where his next stop is. He's hilarious. He's the, mm -hmm. he's the best, folks. But he he's, uh, he's so good that he is flying to different places, like on a jet airplane. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. like people in other cities, not just the city he lives in, but yeah. people in other cities have heard about him and they're yep. like, that guy seems funny. He should come to us. And so he's doing that. But the jet airplanes keep keep fu they fucked us. They're fucking us. You fucking you fucked us. <laughs> jet fucked airplanes. Us big time airplanes. <laughs> and so <laughs> Mr. Van Kirk is uh, currently stuck at an airport in the midwest on yes. his way to uh maybe i shouldn't say where he's on his way to we'll we'll beep that uh so but he did file some reports from yeah this is how much of a stand-up guy daniel van kirk is we're scrambling we're like oh okay so what's good should we just find like we can find another guest or something he's like no like i i got something for you i got yeah. some i want my voice on the show so we have 
on the ground reporting from an, an anonymous Midwestern airport is what stand we're going to call Stand-up comedian? Stand-up yeah. guy. <laughs> that, like, truly, that could be the, the words on his website. <laughs> stand-up comedian, stand-up guy. Yeah, that's right. One of the best. And, yeah, he filed some report, not since years ago when I was pushed out of my house by the the fires in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. have we had somebody file a report from... Oh, yeah, that's right. You remember? Right. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just shouting at you, even though I was just at my aunt's house. Yeah. <laughs> still, still Miles, uh, things are crazy over here. Anyways, got another man on the street report. So instead of doing a search history overrated, underrated, Dan has uh, filed... He's, he's conducted an interview from inside. Yep. Midwestern Airport. Uh, he's he's taking us on a little tour of a Hudson News. So we know what's popping. Yeah. We're gonna uh, listen to those reports, drop in some commentary of our own. Before we get to it, though, Miles, we mm-hmm. do like to tell our listeners what is uh, what we're gonna be talking about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk mm-hmm. about that speaker shit show. The speaker shit show. Yeah, the speaker shit show. So I'm I'm now I'm just like in a posture where I don't know if I'm reading misinformation or mishearing things like bones and doll, just bones and everything doll. happening in Gaza and Israel. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, wait, what's that? Speak speaker. Oh, speaker shit show. The thing that the I wrote. Yes, shit the show. speaker shit show. Yes. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the SAG after strike continuing. We're going to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. Is Taylor Swift too powerful at this point? <laughs> It's the reviews are rolling in for her movie and they're all just like, yeah, no, like stop making sense. The previous like, you know, critical choice for best concert film can go fuck itself. Oh, wow. The last waltz more like waft of balls. Wow. wow. Because those things suck compared to this movie. No, they they really seem to like it. So we're going to talk about that. Which one stop making sense? Stop making sense is the Talking Heads, Jonathan Demme. It's out right now on A24 re, like, I don't know, re-release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mastered, remastered. And it's really good. I had never seen it. And I saw it in theater yesterday. And it was cool. Uh, Just preparing myself for the coming of Taylor to the Cineplex. Uh, I had to see what else existed in this genre. But anyways, I just want to ask the question, is this the most famous a single person has ever been in our lifetime? No. Okay. Wait. (laughs) So I have... I have some other options that I want to run through. Okay, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. I mean, not to say... I mean, by far... She's she is like she is approaching even another height of her powers for sure. Most famous, like you kind of to pass that test, you kind of got to just be able to show a picture to somebody anywhere in the world. And they're immediately like, oh, yeah, yeah. I already know. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in America. I don't know. Oh, by far, by far. The most famous anyone's ever been in America? No, no, no. Right now, the most famous entertainer. Like, it's everything. We'll, 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 get, sure right we'll, we'll get into we'll it. This. This There's a lot. The There's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Also, good news that we might not have time to get to, but M&Ms are going to be delivering M&Ms to people's houses on Halloween night if you're out. That's, so. Okay. Really? I'll test that. I'll test that theory. Yeah. Anyways, uh, all of that, <laughs> plenty more. But before we get to any of that shit, Miles, uh, we do want to check in with a report from Daniel Van Kirk yes. on the ground in a Midwestern airport filing from his phone. And just he just like recorded it 
sent it to us over email this morning. So so let's listen. This, this is an interview with somebody who works for yeah. one of the airlines. And wanting to, I think he starts off just from the little bit I've heard at the very beginning, getting some some travel tips from from who who else who would know best than somebody who works at the airport. Here we yeah. go. Hey, it's Daniel Van Kirk. I am uh, doing an on-the-ground reporting for the Daily Zeitgeist, mm -hmm. the best podcast to get all the happenings going on around the world. I'm actually at How did he know our new catchphrase? Right now, talking to somebody who uh, knows... TM, the best place to get all I the happenings. better than anybody. They work for, for an airline in the Midwest. I want to I wanna ask you, let's call you Max... <laughs> and I want you to not Let's call you Max. saying anything. <laughs> what's the what's the best tip? Like around Thanksgiving, Christmas season, how early should somebody get to the airport? Because I have my theory, but I want to hear yours. I'm two hours, Miles. Yeah. Three hours early. Three? Consolidate your bags. Consolidate. Wait, you really think three hours? I mean, I I don't think that's too far off. Have you been to the airport at yeah. the, bad. You're giving yourself two? Two hours? Traveling when, domestic during the, during the holidays. Yeah, maybe the holidays a little different, but I have a hard time getting. I don't do that extra hour. Getting myself to commit to the extra hour. I do two hours. That's like my standard for domestic flights usually, because that's usually what it is. Unless I'm flying out of Burbank, shout out Burbank, which I'll pull yeah. up thirty minutes before boarding, yeah. and I'm good. Um, I treat Burbank like a like I'm catching the bus. I'm like waiting oh, yeah, the yeah. plane as, yeah. as people are boarding. I'm like wait 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 wait. Hey, you do don't, have don't that miss sense me. Of don't miss me. Hey, yeah. don't close the door. Don't close. It. I'm here, <laughs> asshole. Let me yeah. on. If you're going right. to make me walk outside <laughs> to get to my plane, you better assume that I'm going to be a little bit. Yeah. Haphazard. Exactly. With, yeah. Here we go. Moving right. on. So he's saying three hours. Yeah. yeah. Security. I mean, that's what they've been oh, saying. Oh, because you just never know what you're going to run into? Yep. I tell people, even if you fly twice a year, you should uh, do clear. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's a good tip. Because so many people <laughs> are so much stress. I love this guy's energy. Like, this guy's Daniel, energy rules. DVK pulls up to this dude like, hey, man, like, can I do an interview real quick? I'm like, yeah, all right. And you are like, listening what about to clear? Mm -hmm. Proof that Dave Van Kirk could get along with, like, truly anyone. Not that there's anything wrong, but, like, this is just, this is how he talks to you. This is how he talks to me. This is how he talks to the guy in. Yeah, at the airport. At the airport <laughs> who works for an airline. Also, clear. I don't have, you have clear? No, I don't have I don't clear. Have I clear. have TSA pre-check. Yeah, I got TSA pre-check. Pre-check. Isn't it clear, oh. like. I feel like clear I didn't do it because like it involved more steps and I was like, nah, dude, like miss me. Well, you have to like do it at the airport and you have to like I, my wife keeps being like, All right, let's do it. Let's let's like get you clear now that we're at the airport, but we're now we're never there in time. Why are you and taking me to a sign? Whenever I'm traveling, center? I'm like I have a bag that's half open with papers streaming out of it just behind mm. me. So Yeah. Now I, I wanna ask you this. Do you have more or less drunk passengers around the holiday season? Way more. Really? Because oh. it's people who don't fly as much and they have anxiety? Yep. They get hmm. to the airport, they wait, and they drink. Now, yeah, man. How often do you know ahead of time, like you know who your people are going to be before they ever even approach the gate? Usually see them sitting at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point though you of like, course your drinking yeah. is fully on display at the airport you know that's not like there's like a back a back bar like yeah, where, yeah. you know and and so 
it's just interesting to hear that like the people who work for the airline are clocking you as they walk by and see you at bellied up to the bar right with like an empty like double pint of beer and three shot glasses <laughs> yeah next to the thing, as I just like a whole row of empty shot glasses upside down <laughs> on the bar like all right this one's trouble so i'm a bad flyer yep. see you later i'm gonna see you later i'm gonna see you later that's how it usually is okay here's another question i have is there a limit to how many dogs can be on a plane <laughs> Like physically, like by the laws not of service physics? animals, not really. You could have not service animals. Twenty dogs, be like five or six. Have you ever seen a do- an animal that wasn't a dog or a cat? Have you had a bird? No, you I know? haven't seen any. No, there was a, a story once. I don't know if it was true or not. That somebody tried to bring a like a goose or a, like a peacock yeah. onto a plane. Actually, I've seen penguins on the plane. You've seen the movie <laughs> Penguins on a Plane? They had the SeaWorld flight coming in. No kidding? Yeah, they had uh, penguins coming off. They walked right. off. Okay, now here's a here's This a guy might too. be a little this bit drunk, drunk, but... <laughs> it's like, it's hard to tell. It's like, is he like fucked up on like on benzos on the job? Or is he like one of those super laid back, like one note people? Because like I have friends like, 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 where they have like Stephen Wright kind of cadence and delivery. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, this guy's fucked up. You're like, nah, man, this is just, this is them. They got one tune they play and it's this one. <laughs> but I have to tell you if I'm wrong. If you're only allowed to bring so many items onto a plane, right? Personal items and a carry-on bag. I think that's pretty universal around airlines. But if you have a bag of food that you bought at the airline, does that count towards one of your items? <laughs> of course not, D- Daniel. No. But if it's a huge bag, they do count it. But if, if you're it's a, f- a regular size food bag, no. So could it be possible if you have some third item you have to bring on? I mean, this go is great get a traveling. food bag, put it in the food bag, and then you probably will get on the flight with that item because they'll just assume you got like a twenty-seven dollar chicken sandwich. <laughs> People get creative. Carry-on <laughs> bags that look like. McDonald's bags. I'm just saying. Put, I'm putting it out there. That's a brilliant idea. Just the right that we all have all these like new stealth bags to bring on because like yeah, every airline's like, hold on, hold on, man. Is your bot your baby needs formula? Oh, that's that's forty <laughs> bucks, man. That's forty bucks. Oh wait, is it, oh it's McDonald's. All right, no, never mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, this is heavy. What is this? Sixty pounds, man. Just put it in the overhead, please. My McDonald's. I just like to keep it up there. In most airports, yeah. if you need a quick bite to eat. Because I have a theory that those um, those pre-made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, what do they call the ones that are circular? They've got a $17 half a ham sandwich right here. Is it worth it? No. Okay. <laughs> never. No. It's never been worth it. No one has ever bought airplane, airport food and been like, this was the right price. They no. priced this correctly. It is pure price gouging it is the cruelty of capitalism on display for all to see i will give it up to like in like a airport in the uk like you can always go to like a mark and spencer's type thing like m&s or sainsbury's and get like just like the meal deal sandwich which is like like three pounds like i'm like yeah okay cut to (laughs) burbank I bought. Oh, a I fucking... thought you meant the sandwich weighs three pounds. <laughs> no, three pounds sterling. Though. Three great British pounds. GB, mm. uh, GBP. And then 
at our like in fucking Burbank, bro. I, the other day, I got a fucking turkey sandwich. You know how much that shit was? Yeah, I do. Nineteen dollars. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I think, was gonna guess sixteen. Yeah. I think I this think happened to us this together. Yeah. 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 It's it's a fucking duh. anyway. But that's a hey, that's that's what it be sometimes out here in the U.S. I think people should be able to carry on guitars and play a nice little song about you know Jesus Slippery Christ. Slope. Slippery, the, exactly. That's the yeah. thing, though. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be like fucking raise you up on eagle's wings or like Wonderwall. Yeah, you know, or Wonderwall, like, but like it ends up being about how much you love Jesus. You know, oh, like it's talking about a couple lyrics. Can you make Wonderwall vibes? Can you make the Wonder Wonderwall be about like the passion of the Christ? Oh yeah, like his crucifixion. Like today is gonna be the day that they throw it back. Whoa. Yeah. It's whoa. just Jesus talking to Judas. Like Wow. Backbeat, the word is on the street, that the fire. Wow, talking to Pontius Pilate on that one. Yeah. Okay. There you okay. Go. All right, we got a point. Moving on. And then where would you do you recommend people park on the lot? Like at the actual airport? Oh hell no. Or do you think it's usually better to find a something somewhere else? No, it's easier and more secure to park in the garage. Okay. Oh. That's, what, that's what I did here today, so that makes me feel pretty good about that. I recommend you just park in the loading area, the passenger loading area, and then pick mm-hmm. up your car when you get back. You know? It should be there. That's my advice. <laughs> I don't travel <laughs> much. And then, yeah, when you hop out, throw the sky cap your keys like they're the valet. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the airport cop's like, hey, you can't pass. You're like, hey, man, you don't have to gas her up. Just make sure she don't got any dings in her. Flights where people have opened up literal three-course meals <laughs> on a flight. Is there anything that somebody could ever say like, hey, I'm sorry, you can't eat baked salmon on the flight? Only if it's an offensive order. Okay, and that's a discretionary decision as well. Somebody, It's up to somebody, they decide if they think that's too offensive or not offensive enough. Nope. Man. All right, well... <laughs> Uh, that's going to be my report where I talk to somebody who's in the know here at an airport in the Midwest. I assume just from both of our dialects, you can tell that we are in St. Louis and uh, everybody hates it down here because it's St. Louis. I throw it back to you guys. This is Daniel Van Kirk on the ground. Wow. <laughs> on the ground, not in the air, unfortunately. Uh, but what a report from the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we learned a lot. Learned a lot. Learned a lot about each other. Uh, yeah. That one for sure. Yeah. Like you, you really like to cut it close in the holidays. You're trying to do like a McAllister family trying to make the flight through the airport. Vibe. If we are not frantic, we are not traveling. Oh. That is, yeah. What am I gonna? That doesn't give you. I mean, like, if I get three hours. So the earliest I've ever, I think this is part of it. The earliest I've ever gotten to the airport was the flight for my honeymoon, uh-huh. and we got there three hours early. Right. And we did it up a little bit and uh-huh. we got access to the like captain's club or, you know, whatever the, the lounge, yeah, yeah. The lounge area sure. and went in there and we missed an international flight because we Are were having fucking... too much fun. And <laughs> just and also I hadn't changed. It was back at a time when like the phones didn't automatically change with the time zone. So, oh, my God. God, I've been married like, 15, over 15 years. My wife still hasn't forgiven me for that shit. Well, like, it's but like, also, I feel like the airlines usually, like, at a lounge like that, they, 
they scan your boarding pass so they have an idea of where a passenger might be if it's going to take off. Yeah, yeah. No, it uh Maybe it they bad. invented that after you. Yeah, I think it's called yeah. the uh, O'Brien rule. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we got there. The plane was still there, but they wouldn't let us on. It was oh, really bad. Yeah. And I My was wearing kind a, of internet video. I was wearing a t-shirt I had had since like eighth grade and it had holes in it and <laughs> my wife had told me not to wear it to the airport <laughs> because she was like they, like it's just we're they're not gonna be nice to you they think you and i was like what are you talking about i just want to be comfortable when i'm traveling the shirt yeah. is it is vintage and they were like no you're not allowed on this plane get the fuck out of here <laughs> go go back outside to rebook you have to go back through security and yeah, it probably was at least partially due to my ratty ass T-shirt, you know, <sighs> man, classist bullshit, man. Yeah. You're just a man of the people wearing your That's vaporized right. whatever was it, like an R.E.M. shirt. It was a uh, House of Pain T-shirt. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You ain't getting on that plane. <laughs> Unless you're leaving Nor from like Boston. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, all right. All right. Although they're from L.A. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, well, we're all a little bit wiser heading into this holiday travel season. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk some news. We'll be right back. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. -O. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. 
And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, let's get in a little news, Miles. We'll two-hand yeah. it. We'll do a little two-hander. Oh, yeah. Speaker shit show. Get, your, shit uh, show. get your tickets for the speaker shit show. Just a quick check-in with where our shitty politicians are at with getting Congress going again. Obviously, Snake Nips McCarthy is out, and now the real work, I guess, whatever you call that, begins to find the new speaker. Uh, I don't know, Republic man. First of all, I just got a report that I've seen people like he his claws are so deep in the mainstream media that like they're writing articles where it's like is he out though and it's like what the <laughs> fuck do you mean of course it's like yeah but i mean it could still be him right like I'm, technically i potentially it yeah. could but uh, at this point i'll just report on the the, sh the horse shit that we do know, okay, which is now it seems like it's all boiled down to Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise. My oh my, uh, Steve Scalise came out on top when the Republicans went to they voted on them, you know, for themselves to nominate somebody for the speakership. But it's not nearly enough no votes to actually become the speaker because these fucking goons they're just split again over who to support. Matt Gates, the one who famously was the Brutus to Snake Nipple Caesars, Caesar, or uh -huh. Snake Nip Caesar. Um, yeah. Was that track? Does that track? Was that a good one? Snake yeah. Nip Caesar? Yeah. yeah, Snake Nip Caesar salad. That's <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Like, you could either get grilled chicken or Snake Nips. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to just Snake Nip Caesar salad. Uh, hold the croutons. Low, low in sodium and low in moral <laughs> character. Uh, but Gates is down with Scalise. But then you're like, well, what about you majorly with tainted goons? Yeah, yeah, you know me. Taylor Green, she basically said she can't support him because he has cancer. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Because he has like a rare blood cancer that he's battling. She's like, I just, you know, like was just being very patronizing. Like, it's probably not a good decision. So I'm with Jim Jordan. Um, other various serious politicians, uh, very serious politicians like Nancy Mace says she can't vote for Scalise because he was kicking it at like David Duke events 20 years ago, which is valid, but yeah. she's not someone of real moral character. So that was more of just like an excuse to be like, and that's why I don't like him. But also I will court his support when I am running for office, which she proudly does all the time. Does she knows she's a Republican or I don't know. She doesn't even I don't even sure she knows what the scarlet letter is because she's been walking <laughs> around uh, Congress with a red A T-shirt on to be like, they're shaming me for voting to oust Kevin McCarthy. And everyone's like, huh? Wait, like, didn't they all do that? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there, I mean, there's a few of them, but she, I, for whatever reason, she was using, you know, tapping into the histrionics and total lack of uh, literary knowledge there mm -hmm. for that one. 
Yeah. And then you have like, you know, other shit. Oh, no, like she, he, it says here she's just an anarchist. Miles. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it was in Calibri font. Uh, oh, bold. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it, it didn't quite track as the anarchy A. And then, you know, the, then there's also Jim Jordan because Nancy May's like, I, I think I, I kind of like Jim Jordan. And we all know Jim Jordan as the, you know, I think the, the, the OG starter of the House Freedom Caucus, which are the absolute most goony of the goon. And He's also, you know, a lot of stor- stories are now coming back up again because this is these are allegations he's been living with since I think for at least five years now. Uh, back when he was a like assistant coach of the Ohio State wrestling team, a lot of the athletes were telling him about the alleged abuse that they were experiencing by the team doctor. And he was just like, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to turn a blind eye to that. And now, like, we're starting to see more like these like the, the wrestler quotes are coming back now that I guess he's seeking the speakership so anyway there's a lot of other dumb details about all of this but the long more is, oblivious than a sloth with a bag on his head wow is that, is that a- <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just trying trying some different things out yeah 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 i like that i like that but i want to keep it i want to keep it in carville for uh for for our speakers of the house for some reason <laughs> I, think, I think that's fun, fun more than to be. more than uh tiny gavel mcbang bang guy <laughs> uh who's because I, he's, I mean, that precious. Why is nobody gonna, voting? Why is nobody talking about that? You know, why is no? I why, think because where are his so, votes? Yeah, it's like one of those things that if you wanted to keep track of all the dumb shit that happens on the hill, like we'd we'd never talk about actual things that are of consequence. <laughs> but yeah, the the math is pretty clear. He needs two hundred seventeen votes to get uh to get in. You know, for in a in a full house vote. Uh, right now he only has a hundred, and yeah. he's the one leading. Because he had like 113 when he was uh, got the nomination and he went to go speak to like other people one on one and then he lost more support. So just it's just going to be, I, th- I believe, a continued shit show. And who knows if there's going to be another government shutdown because, uh, you know, Bill's got to get paid again on uh, in mid-November. So we will see how that funding is going to work. All right. Let's move on to the thing. The the c- thing that's of a concern and on everyone's mind is Taylor Swift. Did she get too too powerful? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Uh, so the revolt, <laughs> the reviews. I, Wait, I what inspired this? What what did you? Why did you like? What 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 brought you to the point? Like Metacritic. Is this too powerful? Oh, Metacritic, your favorite. Metacritic, Metacritic. ninety four. She's got ninety four on Metacritic. The the reviews for Taylor Swift the Eras Tour. Like they're treating it like. I mean, don't don't look now. Don't say Oscar front runner, but don't not say it either. The other uh-huh. thing, I was like, so how much are they expecting us to make? Like, obviously, it sold a lot of pre-sale tickets. The movie of her tour is expected to make one hundred and fifty to two hundred million dollars in its first weekend. Oh the, the top grossing concert film of all time is uh Justin Bieber doing you know doing the Bieber it's not I, the one direction one the one direction one didn't even do Bieber numbers Damn. no Bieber at the top mostly off domestic you know mm-hmm. he's he's very but off domestic yeah i don't i don't know what the name of his concert movie is i did, i feel like they're all named by the same person don't stop believing don't stop believing is that what it is <laughs> no it can't is be it? they they no. wouldn't they wouldn't call it that but Justin uh, Bieber our world the amazon original or Justin Bieber's Believe or Justin believe. Bieber I think Never Say believe. Never. Okay. Or Never Say. I don't know, man. But anyways, it topped out at $99 million total. Taylor Swift is expected to possibly double that in the first weekend of her film. Mm-hmm. 
she's she's taken over NFL fandom. Like the thing that is notorious for being the most mainstream popular thing in the United States is the right. Super Bowl. Right. And like she's making the NFL more popular than it's ever been by attending games and fucking one of its players. Amazing. Like that's she's in the Okay, midst. I see your point here that she's taking she's taking the NFL to another <laughs> level without even being an athlete. Without being an athlete. So that's what I'm saying. So like I've heard the question like is this the most famous anyone has been in our lifetime? Like I, and I don't think it is. I think it's still for me. Like the the other person I heard heard mentioned was Michael Jackson. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's I think she might be bigger than Michael Jackson at Where? his peak. In the Where? world? I in, or in, the, in United the United States? States, I think. I, think, not I in can the only world. speak to the United States. Probably not in the world. Right? No, yeah. no way. Because you couldn't you couldn't pull up with Taylor Swift's picture in like West Africa. Yeah, that's right. And have everybody know, like people, like there are murals of like you know Michael Jackson and other parts of the world and shit. Like I think like Bob United Marley. States. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know, like for that, for that instance. But yeah, okay. Like in the U.S. right now, I think uh, there's the the powers are uh, absurd. I yes. mean, like because like I've seen like people that always want to compare her and Beyonce. Beyonce came to the premiere of the era's documentary, right at the Grove. And I mean, granted, sort of, Taylor Swift would cut, will come to the premiere of Beyonce's concert film as well. Yeah, it but, does feel like like a like nation state sort of like <laughs> hit for tat kind of thing. Right, it's like, yeah, that's a setup move, obviously. So they support me when I go into my campaign to make more money off of my fans. But yeah. I think like the thing that I, the debate I started having in my head this morning is Jordan. Like, right. I I feel like Jordan is the person in our lifetime who the last time it was this level, early 90s Jordan, because he had obviously the, you know, the thing he was known for, mm -hmm. basketball, like just taking over the, the world, making that thing so much more popular than it had ever been before. Right. The, the clothing, the shoe line, which mm -hmm. Taylor, like that, that's the thing I don't think she could do. Like he also had a hit movie in... Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. But, you know. But was it making 200 million the opening weekend? <laughs> it was not. It was not like breaking records for the genre. I don't think. Yeah. But it's I don't think she could things. launch a sneaker. <laughs> like, you know, I don't think people would. Maybe they would. Like, I mean, maybe I think they would. She could launch a sneaker the way 50 Cent or Jay Z launched a sneaker. You know, like it'll come out and people want to buy the S. Doc Carter or buy the Taylor Swifts. But. That's not, I think that's not where her biggest appeal is. Like, I think she knows that she makes money by selling, like, keeping selling people on, like, her work or the material that she's making. Like, as a product, she's great at selling herself. When it comes to selling something that is not her, I think she pales in comparison to Jordan. Like, she, she had a campaign where she was, like, the spokesperson for New York City. For a while, and everyone's mm -hmm. like, "What? Why is Taylor Swift just because she lives here? Get the fuck out of here!" Like, <laughs> it just like didn't make sense. Like it, right? She really makes sense as like someone who is, you know, selling her very specific thing. And I'm sure yeah. there are products she will launch that will be 
like will make sense as brand extensions of her in the same way that the Air Jordan sneaker makes sense as a brand extension of Michael Jordan. Right. But I don't know, man. I'm kind. I kind of want her to drop a sneaker to see how it do. I know. That, I mean, we are at that point now. It's like it's just you just want to be experimental because it's like Travis Kelsey like wears an outfit next to her, and then that shit sells out. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like it might be to the point where like I might need to just dress up in head to toe like Zeitgeist merch and just try and run up in a paparazzi photo. Yeah. Just to I, see what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, but like set it up where they're like Taylor Swift helps ethnically ambiguous man after he falls down <laughs> in front of her, you know? Yeah. And then people are like, oh my God, she's so sweet. And like, that guy was like, oh my God, his podcast, it's kind of mid or whatever, but like, right. it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It also like, for, I was, as I was thinking about this this morning, I was, I'm like going back through the most famous people. I went past Kanye, you know, cause he had a moment where he was like all powerful, like, so, you know, the most famous person in music. And it, made me think of that moment before Taylor Swift was like fully Taylor Swift, but like Kanye, I don't know, it kind of puts that moment in a new perspective. Like it feels like his superpower of narcissism had this like uncanny sense before the rest of us that he was dealing with like a vortex of like super fame in Taylor Swift and was just like, I have to do something. I have to, oh, I have to like, stop this. I have to like jump he's in a front time of traveler. This. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. John Connor trying yeah. to end the Taylor Swift era's record breakers. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it, there's I, the, the, the fucking fame is so undeniable. Like in the money being made is undeniable. And like, it's wild. Like if, even like, you're like, Oh yeah. Like you for a second, because of how much attention Taylor Swift is getting, you first thing you're like, is Beyonce less popular? And you're like, no, because that tour is also changing local economies and fucking up transit and all kinds of other things. So this is just a very, I don't know. I mean, like this is just Taylor at a, a very, at a, a peak of her powers. Yeah. And the money making, my God. I mean, she does at this point, if she's a true capitalist, she does need to take a big swing on like a vanity project that will really test the fans. They'd be like, okay, that's a bit too far. Yeah. Like, I don't need to buy like an experimental Swift. film that with a budget of a hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that, or I was just going to say like some kind of like newfangled technology. Yeah. You know, where she's right. like, oh, you need like my brand of solar panels and power inverters for your home. I mean, that would be dope if she did, if she used it for good. But no, I also have it, baby. Come on. <laughs> I, I've been talking for a little bit ever since we looked at the top Halloween costumes and like fairy is top five every year. Yeah. And it's the only thing in the top 10 or top 20, I think, that doesn't have like a major motion picture like to its name, really, like right. a universe of fairies. And that's kind of her aesthetic, having like seen like she has like some some of her eras take oh. place in like a mystical, like magical foresty land. Like, I feel like this hook her up with like James Cameron or, you know, the right director and like create some sort of fairy movie. And like the world might come to an end. We, it just might be over for all of us. OK, she did that. Like, all right. I'm I'll just saying. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what her acting chops. I mean, she got me to, you know, buy more Diet Coke and Keds and switch to AT&T and DirecTV. So, I mean, I guess I could get on a, I get on that. I saw her. Flight. She was in that movie Amsterdam, which oh, is better, yeah, yeah. like more, 
more worth watching than I expected it to be. Like, there's some fun performances in that. But, mm-hmm. like, it's a movie. She has, like, not that much time on screen. And you come away being like, can she act? Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not enough but, data. But then I came away from her concert being like, she has the most control over every square centimeter of her, like, just everything she's giving off. That's as, how they like, all are. Ever seen. That's yeah. the same as Beyonce. That's the same as Michael Jackson. They're all, yeah. like, known to be, like, there's not a detail that they're not, like, looking at and thinking yes. about and how, what that effect is going to be, like, on the audience or the overall performance. So, yeah. So if there it's Taylor it Swift playing Taylor Swift in a fairy movie, I think we we would have liftoff, folks. I'm just saying. I'm still going for solar powers, solar panels. Like, solar do, panels. Do something like, I feel like dollar sign through that. that's like win-win, right? Like she can fight climate change and get and make money, you know what I mean, at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, you, you saw how like Republicans were stressing the fact that like she she like doesn't like she's that she would go against the republicans or like register kids to vote for like democrats and shit yeah but then again a lot of people are saying like yeah go ahead republicans see what happens when you try and enter some kind of feud with taylor swift that would that would be amazing to me if like it wasn't even trump that fully did the party in it was them going against taylor swift and then i might and then i may have to concede that this is this uh, that Taylor Swift, not labor unions, are the most ascendant force in politics right now. Right. Oh, bring them together. You know, put Taylor Swift <laughs> on the. I mean, she's been, she's been apparently you know those bonuses have been doing yeah. right up by all the people that have been working on the tour. So who knows? Who knows? Maybe she's putting together a run. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about some more news. We'll be right back. The future of customer experience is here and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit Nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's Nice.com. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, That's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back. We're back. And we we dug into it a little bit more on uh, trending yesterday, but the Frightgeist has been updated and can confirm Fairy. Still in in there, baby. Yeah. I'm just saying, Taylor. Top five. Stays top five. Have your people call my people. I have... Nothing to bring to the table in this uh, other than noticing something on uh, Google Trends. So, uh, yeah, have your people call me. I wish, like, as I scroll the list, I just wish one of them was just like, you'd be like, okay, Poison Ivy, Powerpuff Girls, Catwoman, Taco Bell? (laughs) Okay. I mean, you're figuring out. Barbie's 48. That seems kind of low. Anyway, you'll hear more about this later. Yeah, Barbie's. Or you heard already about it. (laughs) Sorry. Oppenheimer is 33. All right. Uh, Sagaftra, Sagaftra. Yeah. The, the strike will continue. It, it does feel a little bit like AMPTP was like, all right, now we got the writers out of the way. We don't have to, like, actually give the actors anything, right? Right. The writers yeah. will just kind of let let us go back to work and the actors will follow suit quickly because the AMPTP claims that the sides are just too far apart. While SAG-AFTRA has said the studio's latest offer was worth less to members than what was offered in July. Yeah. So many writers have pointed out, they're like, that was the exact same tactic they use with the writers. Like trying yeah. to hardball and be like, oh, yeah, how about less? And they're like, then <laughs> fuck you. We're still on strike. And then they're like, OK, fine. Uh How about how about this deal that was almost unanimously ratified? So I don't know. I don't know if they think that maybe they're dealing with a different sort of entity here like obviously because they're like okay the writers they really got us but like maybe the actors we can sweat them out even more or something because it is dragging long and for the fact that they're like walking away from the table that's not always the best sign that uh they're trying to be serious but it's probably obviously all just a negotiating tactic to be like here's less oh you don't like it then you get nothing no dinner for you and then they'll be like fine then we we dine on your corpse yeah. Part of the union statement also included detail that the studios are still refusing to budge on the issue of wanting to create digital versions of actors and use them for all of eternity. <laughs> They're still just like, yeah, we're going to scan your likeness, buddy. We, we own you and we're going to be able to make you do whatever you want and we'll pay you a, a cover fee. This is like. I mean, they are. It's like they saw like that hologram technology and they're like, what if we just nipped that in the bud and we just yeah. got all of their shit now 
and then we can, you know what? Y'all want to see uh, another Jim Carrey flick? How about this? Yeah. And then you will be played for all of eternity by somebody in a ping pong ball covered suit. Because you wasn't know? that like one of the pitches, like people who were like evangelizing the potential of AI content was like, you can literally think up a movie that you'd want to see starring whoever you wanted to be in it. And then yeah. you, that's for your enjoyment. And I'm like, that sounds like a fucking weird nightmare. Yeah. One of the Rousseau brothers, the like people who directed the Avengers Endgame were like, yeah, man, like all I've ever wanted to do is like see myself in movies. And so like now that's possible. And everyone's like, wait, oh, w sorry, that's weird. Nobody yeah. else nobody else wants to see themselves in movies. That's a lot just of actors a don't even want to watch themselves in their own movies. <laughs> but hey, if it was me, damn, that would be so tight. What if like, I, I was Ace Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be sick. Oh, uh, man, we, wait, hold on. Are we watching a movie again? Bro, I can't watch you in Ace Ventura again. <laughs> Nah, this is a new one, dude. I go to the Orient. Dun, 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 dun. And you're like, no, no, oh, no, no. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. You said the Orient. I'm like, is that wrong? Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so focused on being my own Jim Carrey. Are you a leftist, Miles? Because yeah. apparently leftists, uh, the left hates Asians. So maybe that's that, where that's Wait, is from. that what the fuck? Is that true that Elon Musk tweeted that? Elon Musk tweeted that. The left hates Asians. <laughs> what is that? That was news well, to me. Is... I'll tell you what. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, yeah, that shit's... Is that shit up still? Yeah, it's still up. What is he... What, what, that, what that means? I don't know, man. Oh, they're talking about, like, affirmative action. Okay, you know what? I, I don't have time. I, Jack, I'm just... Sorry. When I I'm thought sorry I got away from social media, it no. fucking drags me right back in. No, it's, yeah. But anyways, uh, SAG After pointed out, like, the proposal means that actors, even background performers, will be required to be scanned in order to keep their jobs, and they could receive just one day's pay for their digital likeness, which could then be used endlessly. Doesn't sound like the fairest of deals. Yeah. But, yeah. That sounds like bullshit. <laughs> sounds kind of like bullshit, doesn't yeah. it? Like, it obviously can't be bullshit because it's an official... Offer from offer. like some real companies and corporations. Like that would be so weird if they like, just did like total bullshit. Where their generosity them. is known across the world, across <laughs> the land. That this, right. But this reeks of what, how you call, how you say, how you say bullshit. bullshit? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, shout out to SAG AFTRA and people. Yeah. And, you know, WGA, they're still, you know, they're still joining them on the picket lines because solidarity baby that's that's how they're gonna get they're gonna get through this one but mm. god it's like jesus just like can't they like i know this is like an oversimplification but it's like can't you just go to like your accounting people and be like all right how much money do we lose by like paying like because you know that's all that's happening it's like they're they're like they're like shifting numbers around a spreadsheet and they're like all right like so let's say for example we give them this how much does that eat into our profits yeah fuck fuck we're only going to make $40 billion next year if we do this. That's profit. But it's it's profit and it's shareholder, you know. The, yeah, shareholder value. Yeah. Shareholder yeah, value yeah. is unlimited. You can you can you can't get rich enough. Like there's no upper limit on how much you should be trying to get for your shareholders and consequently yourself. Yeah. And so 
it's a cool system that benefits everyone. This is a, a good example of like what Douglas Rushkoff was talking about his book about like an industry having to go meta when you like yes. kind of hit a wall. And I and I can totally see how they see how lucrative it would be to own people's likenesses and then just iterate like digitally yeah. on that and be like, oh, yeah, dude, that's that's the next thing for us right. to completely fuck it all up. Yeah. Ugh. And with that idea will win out over equality. Like, that's the thing that I feel like people still don't fully get is how shitty the AI generated stuff could still be with them being like willing to take a chance on it. Right, right, like, right. I mean, this, like the whole appeal of Ace Ventura is like how is Jim Carrey's performance and now it's and the trans rampant transphobia that you don't realize until <laughs> right. you get much older. And now it's just me, but I look like one of those Polar Express, like, you know, video yeah. game characters from the late 90s. Like, the, why, Ooh, why I would, would put, I want this? Put yourself in the Polar Express so then it feels less off-putting and everyone's yeah. kind of freaky. Yeah. You could convince me that that's just what, like, they, they just did that with Tom Hanks and they were like, I don't know, I guess we could release it. Because right. he is, he plays like five different characters. Yeah, very yeah. strange. Anyways, uh, hopefully, I, I wish unto you children who are not into trains and therefore make you watch the Polar Express. Many I was times. not into trains. Was not yeah. into trains. I liked the only thing that I liked was like when I was in Japan was being at the very front of the train so I could watch the conductor. You like move the train around and then i was so bummed out that it wasn't all like active like he wasn't shoveling coal into a fucking furnace like it's just like a very simple yeah. dial you used to control the train i'm like this is not yeah. high stakes I'm like, yeah Let's go, and Mom. it only goes it. up in speed and down in speed you can't really even turn because turns out because the nature on the rails <laughs> this damn things on rails i will say i got i got a much greater appreciation for trains how cool they are like you know model trains all, all that stuff and polar express made it let like not worth it <laughs> yeah i think the only thing i liked is like not even the concept of a train like like looking at it like i just wanted to be inside like i wanted to be like i like i was more into like interested in like the interior of a thing oh, yeah. like the inside of a plane versus like seeing planes i'm like what are the seats like? What does a bathroom look like? What do you eat? What's the table? There's a TV. Right. Yeah. That was back when they used to have like the like two TVs in the aisles. You could just all watch on like a cath like a cathode ray tube TV, like a CRT TV. And then they would project it. Remember? Do you remember this? Like they would just show one movie on airplanes. Yeah. 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 Back yeah. when you got like the one movie show. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, these kids, could they you don't turn know. on the TV for us in coach. Yeah. It's yeah. not. This one's not working. This one's not working. Could I move more port. towards the front? I can't see it through all the cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> or did I remember used to I used to find butts like in the ashtray in the armrest. Well, yeah, they they made it non-smoking, but they just kept ashtrays everywhere. Yeah. Like and they're like, like, but look, we're saying non-smoking, but like you're gonna smoke probably, right? It like, blew so just, my mind. Like as a yeah. kid, to like because it was always in the armrest, and you know, your kid, you fidget with stuff, you pull that little cigarette ashtray thing open, and you're like there's an actual butt in here, and I'm like okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, United. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, speaking of air air travel, mm -hmm. we've just received another report from the ground from yes. our uh, man on the ground. At the airport that just won't let him leave. Should, should we check in with Daniel Van Kirk? 
Let's check with him. I think he's at a Hudson News now. All right, here we go. Letting us know what the sick-ass trends are, just kind of the general goings-on. Daniel Van Kirk for the Daily Zeitgeist. <laughs> I'm Never currently giving a report here on my continuing story about airports in the Midwest. I'm sorry, is there like a porn being shot behind? What is that music playing at the airport? Yeah, it got a little funky there for yeah, a second. A little sultry. I'm currently in an airport convenience store. I've uploaded a couple of photos I will send as well. <laughs> but as people travel and get ready for the holiday season, let's take a look at what is their options in the airport convenience store. Let's take a look at what is their options. Current books tend to be It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. November 9. Wait, <laughs> maybe someday by Colleen Hoover. Oh, I've missed and this movie. Heart Bones by Colleen Hoover. Heart Bones? Oh, no, Miles. I don't like that. You know, heart bones? bones and weird bones and weird places is like my my ick. I don't yeah. like this. fucking freaks me. Anyway, okay. Heart Who Bones the? is terrible. Is heart that, Bones? Is that supposed to be sexual? Like, Ugh. even like then, love like, love boner? Or like your heart, or is your heart capable of boning? Yeah. Like your heart, heart would jump bones. out of your body to have sex with another heart? The heart also, yearns who, and the heart bones. Who is Colleen? I mean, like, I know she's just like one of these airport type prolific authors. Is that the deal? I guess so. Yeah. Zeitgang, yeah. if you are familiar with Colleen Hoover and the novel, the 2020 novel Heart Bones, is the title a noun or a verb? Are these. Right. Bones that are in the heart, or is it a, are yeah. they saying the heart bones? This okay. heart bones. This well, heart fucks. <laughs> Your heart may love. It may even lust. My heart. Heart fucks. bones. This heart fucks. Uh, heart fuck party by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> You're gonna love it. But let's also not forget these other popular titles that are being sold. Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. Slam <laughs> by Colleen Hoover. But we do have Without Merit, which was written by. Colleen Hoover. <laughs> Other shit. options to choose are books like Confess, written by who's this? This can't be. Oh, that's Colleen Hoover. <laughs> Every time I'm, I'm surprised. One copy left of Reminders of Him, which is a great book written by Colleen this Hoover. Come oh on, it's also God. too late. Never, never, and regarding you, which I think is a trilogy, and those happen to be written by the author Colleen Hoover. What in? I, uh, that's actually a three-part novella series with Taryn Fisher. I am now on the Colleen Hoover Wikipedia page, and Colleen Hoover is prolific. Yeah, I. Holy I mean, shit. That, I mean, I get that. Like, it's like you know, like I. Rem I think you know, for for people of a certain age, it's like when Danielle Steele novels were like, all, like at everywhere. Like there weren't even magazines at the grocery stores. Like Danielle Steele novels, and then like the front of every bookstore was Danielle Steele. Is this the new Danielle Steele? Yeah, it feels I, like it might be. Wow. Young, I'm, too. A young writer uh, for to have that 43. bibliography yeah. and be just 43 years old. It, it does feel like the thing, like James Patterson did this, too, where you have a series of best-selling novels and then create like a company that basically writes books that are in the same genre as your books. 
and wow. like you just kind of oversee it. Maybe maybe that's what's happening. I don't want to disparage, you know, ha- the the work of Colleen Hoover. But yeah, Tom, I think Tom Clancy was similar. But yeah, it's it makes sense. Like just in a purely from a purely capitalist standpoint, it's like this is a name. This this is a brand that people associate with this kind of book. Let's get yeah. a bunch of people and pay them like shit to write those books and put smack that name on there. Oh, and I'm I'm like reading a thing. They're like that. Like she's equally praised and criticized. Or some people say like her book "It Ends with Us" is like romanticizing abuse, and others they call themselves their coho is what they call is what the fans call. It. I'm I'm just learning way too much. Okay, so good, interesting, interesting. I mean, I usually when you write that many books, I have a feeling you're maybe not you don't have like the <laughs> the deepest worldview but hey you're selling them. you're selling them. okay let's yeah. move on i'm not sure how colleen hoover cornered the market on airport book options but she is crushing it wow now you can also get a butterfinger <laughs> $3.99 or a crunch bar they still sell those also $3.99 oh, i was hoping for colleen hoover i love keychains people who get to the airport and decide i don't need my keys for two weeks, but I want a brand new chain for them. <laughs> There's a plenty of nuts for seven ninety nine. Uh-huh. Okay, that was a question I had actually. Are there plenty? Just another of beautiful day here at the airport, and it's a perfect day if you're a Colleen Hoover fan. <laughs> DVK with the legendary DVK. covers. Always appreciate you, man. Amazing dismount, and yeah. I feel like that was this was like a like Sesame Street episode where they like now we go to the air, airport yeah. to check in with. They're like, yeah, <laughs> Eric works, and the part where they put the bags in the plane. He's like, yeah, I put the bags in the plane. Well, <laughs> Mister, he says there's a lot of alcoholism <laughs> <laughs> rampant <laughs> with the with rampant the ground alcoholism <laughs> during the holidays. Who the fuck is Colleen Hoover? Anyways, uh, shout out to Daniel Van Kirk. Yeah. Legend. Legend, mate. Find him at DanielVanKirk.com, Daniel Van Kirk on Twitter, and Daniel Van Kirk on Instagram. There you go. Miles, where can people find you? You can find me at DanielVanKirk.com, <laughs> Daniel Van Kirk on Twitter, at Miles of Gray on hanging. Twitter, at Miles of Gray on Threads, at Miles of Gray on Instagram. Uh, also, check out the basketball podcast, Miles and Jack. I'm at Boosties. Boosties. We finally have NBA action to talk about again. Yes. So it's yes. nice. Get to, Jesus Christ. You got the Willem Dafoe face right there. I got uh, so excited, man, by that Wembenyama Chet uh, it's preseason amazing. showdown. That that was like planned, right? That's like the league was like, yes, let's start with that. I let, mean, that's the opening night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oof, what a what a game. Anyway, uh, check us out there. You can also find me on Four Twenty Day Fiance. Uh, we're we're finally wrapping up the last season of Before the Ninety Days, and on the Good Thief, all eight episodes are out. So check those out, please. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Is there a work media you've been enjoying? To be honest, I've been. This is so obscure. There's like a a Japanese comedy show that I've been watching again. Uh, that they do like these New Year's specials, like that are like five hours long, but they they can't laugh for twenty. It's like all these comedians get together and they have to go through like a gauntlet of bits and they can't laugh or they get like they get oh, punished. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of my favorite things. I used to like watch as a kid. It's called Gaki no Tsukai, 
And I've just been watching like loose clips on daily motion. So that's where I've been at. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just some throwback, weird, usually problematic Japanese comedy. Amazing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying. Jackson at placed underscore onto tweeted oven has a window microwave too. You can see all the way through a blender, but the dishwasher. Oh, no, you could never see in there. They refuse to let us see what's going on in there. And <laughs> the damn truth. What, what is happening in the dishwasher? Wasn't needs, there yeah, requires like, its opaque. I, I feel like at like a Home Depot or something was like or like an old appliance store was like the place where you'd see a display with like a translucent door. Yeah, but they, it was never. It's probably because they don't want you to see like a, how gross it looks. In yeah, the, like what is blasting shit off the pans or whatever. But I, I think I, there's little elves that come in and take the glasses and stuff out and hand wash them, and they don't want you to see that. Have any of your kids asked about that? Oh yeah, they want to see everything, everything they, from the inside. Yeah, yeah, they want to see the. They're like, why does the coffee maker like? Why can't I see every part of the coffee maker? Right, uh, the blender. It's like wait. No, don't don't start it yet. And then they pull up a chair and stand on the chair and yeah. just kind of gaze down into the blender. Oh, you let them look into the vortex? Oh yeah, sometimes. If I'm feeling if I'm feeling wow, twisted, Jack. Miles. Yeah. Wow, you're brave admitting that on air, man. I know. <laughs> let them look into the vortex. I let them look. That's right. <laughs> let them see. All right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where, you link, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Just, you know, let's just go to the good old days of some neck-snapping hip-hop beats. Uh, I found another uh, cool DJ producer named Jero Vandal, J-E-R-R-E-A-U-V-A-N-D-A-L. Uh, Dutch guy and making some cool beats. This one's called uh, Ginger Tea. And, man, just man, makes me want to, you know, just freestyle on it. You know, but to myself, ginger tea. Nothing, oh, nothing yeah. settles the old tum-tum like some yeah. ginger tea. That's true. That's true. Ginger is a very magical, magical plant. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this week. We are back on Monday to tell you what happened over the weekend. And then on Tuesday to interview an expert. Yep. Uh, it's all happening. We hope you have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. We'll also have the weekly Zeitgeist recap tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so have a good weekend. We'll talk to you all on Monday. Bye. Bye. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 